Welcome to the podcast of the Renew Community. We strive to be a Jesus community who cares about the things Jesus cares about. As we adapt in this season of pandemic, we are meeting in our house churches in person and online as a primary space for worship, formation, connection, and encouragement. Teachings like this are one way we engage with scripture seeking to become more like Christ. These teaching podcasts also serve as a conversation starter for deeper engagement at House Church. We're glad you're listening. It's really good to see you all. Uh, we're in a little different location today than so we're getting used to a little new environment. I've been uh, just struck by, um, yeah, that being church, we're in this series on being church, being church together. Um, and so as Renew, we're very familiar with this. Church is not about a building, but it's about us being together. And it's just so encouraging to see all the conversations happening uh, this morning. I know it, it, and some, sometimes Aubrey and I are like, all right, people, it's time to sit down. We're going to start now. Um, but at the same time, we hate cutting off those conversations because we know they're really important. There's significant stuff that's happening in those conversations. But it's just really, really good to be together with you all. The church is called to be, in many ways, I believe, a tabernacling community, a community that is sent into different spaces, uh, into different places with the presence of Jesus going with us. And so even as we move around this summer, our tabernacles are looking like pavilions. Uh, and it's, it's a joy to be able, who would have thought that my son would tell me he's cold in the middle of July? <laughs> so... <laughs> We have we actually been really, really blessed with some awesome weather for all of our gatherings so far. Um, so thank God for that. Um, but it's, it's awesome to be in these different places and to recognize that the Spirit of Christ goes with us in these places. And we have opportunities to remind ourselves that we live in these neighborhoods. We live in these communities to bring blessing, uh, to share the good news of Jesus. Uh, yeah, so we're in this series on being church together. I'm gonna, I want to start just by reading a passage, uh, and hopefully this will connect at some point. I'm sure it will. The Lord is good that way. Uh, this is a parable of Jesus. Uh, it's found in most of the Gospels. This reading is from Luke 8. While a large crowd was gathering and people were coming to Jesus from one town after another, he spoke to them in a parable. A sower went out to sow his seed, and as he sowed, some fell along the path and was trampled on, and the wild birds devoured it. Other seed fell on rock, and when it came up, it withered because it had no moisture. Other seed fell among the thorns, and they grew up with it and choked it. But other seed fell on the good soil and grew, and it produced a hundred times as much grain. As he said this, he called out, the one who has ears to hear had better listen. Then his disciples asked him what this parable meant. He said, you have been given the opportunity to know the secrets of the kingdom of God. But for others, they are in parables, so that although they see, they may not see, and although they hear, they may not understand. Now the parable means this. The seed is the word of God. Those along the path are the ones who have heard. Then the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts so that they may not believe and be saved. Those on the rock are the ones who receive the word with joy when they hear it, but they have no root. They believe for a while, but in a time of testing, fall away. As for the seed that fell among thorns, these are the ones who hear. 
But as they go on their way, they are choked by the worries and riches and pleasures of life, and their fruit does not mature. But as for the seed that landed on good soil, these are the ones who, after hearing the word, cling to it with an honest and good heart and bear fruit with steadfast endurance. As for the seed that landed on good soil, these are the ones who, after hearing the word, cling to it with an honest and good heart and bear fruit with steadfast endurance. A week ago, this is not at all what I was planning to talk about this Sunday, um, but, you know, the Lord has other plans. So we've been in this series on being church together. Uh, JR kicked us off. Uh, just want to remind us of some of the things he talked about. Uh, he talked about five keys, key markers of a healthy church, five marks of a healthy church. One, that Jesus is Lord, and that's evident in our proclamation. That's evident in how we seek to live our lives, that we're submitting every area of our life to the Lordship of Jesus and encouraging one another in that. The mark of a healthy church is its devotion to discipleship, teaching other people what Jesus taught and how to live that out, what it means to be a disciple of Jesus. The third one, that we have a missional posture, that we are a sent people, that we are called to proclaim the lordship of Jesus in our communities, that we are called to, per, to, uh, to share the good news with others and point other people to Jesus. Called, we are blessed to be a blessing. The fourth one, that everybody in the church has a role. Every single person in the church has been gifted in some sort of way to bring blessing to the church and to be sent out into the community to bring blessing. And the fifth, that faith is, is practiced, that faith is embodied, that we live it out boldly, that we seek to live our faith. And just a reminder of how Renew got its name, that we have been renewed in Jesus, we are being renewed, and that we are joining God in the renewal of all things. At our next gathering, we talked about Ephesians and God's extravagant church that is envisioned in the book of Ephesians. That God has a huge vision of the church, a vision of the church at its best and continues to hold this before us. A vision of the church revealing God's wisdom, not just to the world, not just to people, but to the entire cosmos. To reveal God's love and reconciliation, being the presence of Christ in which Jesus speaks and acts and through which Jesus fills all things. And that all of that is rooted in love, that we know the love of Jesus. That every time we gather with other folks from the church, we should be reminded in some sort of way, whether it's word, whether it's action, that we are deeply, deeply loved by God and we've only scratched the surface of what that means. And we're secure in that love and from that we get to love other people. In our last gathering, we, we took that, that idea of what it means to love one another and, and put that in action, looking at the one another commands throughout the New Testament where the rubber meets the road of loving one another, of all these exhortations of how we're supposed to live our faith out together. And this morning I was planning to talk about the idea of the church as a body and all the different parts and how they work together. And Ephesians, 
Paul talks about the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and the teachers. And I was, I was really excited to talk about all that. And then late this week, God was like, that's not really what I want you to talk about. And I woke up early in the morning, and this happens to me sometimes, and, and the idea was, you all need to just read the Word of God together. And so we're, we're gathered around some tables. We're sitting at tables. I know some of you brought your chairs. But what we're going to do in a little bit is we're going to gather around those tables, and we're going to read Scripture out loud to one another. Uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shut up here, hopefully pretty soon, and, and just let God speak through God's Word. Why I was reminded uh, over this last week that God's Word is deeply, deeply powerful. I've heard several people actually in conversations over the last week. I've been reading the, the Word of God and it is just popping. Because God's Word is powerful, it's alive, it's dynamic. We read in Genesis 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and void, and the darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was moving over the surface of the waters. Then God said, then God spoke, let there be light, and there was light. God spoke God's word into the darkness and created light. God's word is powerful, it is creative, it is dynamic. There's a whole lot I could talk about the Word of God. Uh, but being church, the reason that we're doing this, being church together, we are always centering ourselves around Jesus as Lord. Jesus is the Word made flesh. He is the way, the truth, and the life. This is what we believe as a faith community. If you're here visiting us and you're not sure if Jesus is Lord, you're not sure if He's the way or the truth or the life, we welcome you to come and see what does this look like lived out. But we do this, we center ourselves around Jesus by focusing ourselves in the scriptures because they speak to us about who Jesus is, what he taught, how he lived, and it reveals God to us. Our greatest goal is to know God more and more so that we can love God more and more, and scripture is essential to that. Colossians 3.16, Paul writes, Let the word of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. Because the word of Christ has power in our midst to challenge us, to convict us, to transform us, to encourage us, to empower us. So we're just going to let the word of Christ dwell among us richly this morning. Um, because, because God's word is powerful, and the more that it dwells richly in us, the more our words begin to have power to build one another up. This is a key theme in Ephesians, if you've been reading it with us. Ephesians uh, is all about how does the church build itself up? And one of the ways we do that is through Scripture and through our words to one another. Ephesians 4 and 5 in particular, I was struck by how often it talks about the words. 4.15, speak the truth in love. Our words matter. What we speak to one another matters. We need to do it in truth and in love. 4.21 reminds us that the words we speak 
that truth is in Jesus. So this truth has to be rooted in Jesus. 423 through 25, be renewed in the spirit of your mind and put on the new self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. Therefore, each of you must put off falsehood and speak truthfully to your neighbor, for we are all members of one body. 429, let no unwholesome word proceed from your mouth, but only such a word as is good for edification according to the need of the moment, so that it will give grace to those who hear. Let no unwholesome word proceed from your mouth, but only such a word as is good for edification. Are the words that you are speaking good for edification of those around you? Your words have the power to give grace to people. Speaking a good word gives grace to others. And on and on. I said I wasn't going to talk much. So, again, Colossians 3.16, Let the word of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. I don't know if you've thought about this before, but the New Testament wasn't written yet when these churches were gathering together. They didn't have this collection of books. And so these singing hymns was really important. Paul was sending out these letters. His letters were actually reaching the churches probably before they had any sort of written gospel. So Paul's teaching and the hymns that they were singing were how they began to teach each other about who Jesus was. And the New Testament, actually, most scholars agree that there's several passages in Paul's letters that are actually these hymns that they would use to encourage one another. When the word of Christ dwells richly within us, we are a rich community. Our words to one another give grace. They build one another up. They encourage, they equip, they convince, they comfort, they convict. They challenge, they point us to Jesus and help us grow in our love for Jesus and for others. So I know we've, we've got a physical food potluck happening after our gathering. But what I want us to do now for the next 15 or so minutes, we'll see how it goes, is to have a spiritual potluck. So if you're at it in some chairs, um, maybe some of you who are, you can huddle up in chairs and do this, but... Others of you in chairs, I want to invite you to gather around the table together. And each one of you, I believe, has some sort of word, some scripture that is meaningful to you. Maybe it's a story. Maybe it's just a single verse. Maybe there's a couple different ones that have just resonated throughout your life. I want to invite us to share those, to read them out loud to one another and to listen and just let God's word speak to us. Let God's word sink in, wash over you, flood your mind and your heart, search your soul. Let God speak through his word. After, after the passage is read, just listen and have a little time of silence. And then if you feel like there's anything that you want to share from what you heard or why that passage is particularly meaningful to you, I invite you to do that. 
if you can't think of a passage or you're not sure where to find a favorite story, I've actually got some printouts here that have a couple psalms on there. Scripture says, speak to one another in psalms. It also has a few of those passages in the New Testament that are the hymns of the early church. So you can just pick one of those and read it when it's your turn to read. If you're feeling like, I'm not a great reader, that does not matter. This is God's word. Do your best, and I trust that God will speak through your reading. You might bumble through the words, but the Spirit's not bumbling through those words, all right? So please read it boldly, even if you feel like you're not a great reader. If you're new with us or visiting us, I, I want to invite you, please introduce yourself first to those around your table. Uh, and then I'll, I would encourage you, participate in whatever is most authentic for you. So if you're like, yeah, I got a favorite passage, I'd love to share it, go for it. If you're like, I'd just really like to listen this morning, just listen. If you're like, I'm not sure what passage, but I'd love to read, you can read one off of this sheet. If you're not sure about this Jesus guy, I invite you just to listen. What do you learn about him? What do you learn about God as you listen to these passages? So whatever is most authentic to you. Here's the main reason why we're doing this. I believe, and I'm fully convinced, and this is, I feel like what the Lord was speaking to me, is that God wants to speak to us through the scriptures this morning. Because being churched together means that we are the good soil. We are the ones who, after hearing the word, cling to it with an honest and good heart and be bare fruit with steadfast endurance as we let the word of Christ continue to dwell richly among us. So, I invite you to gather around your tables. I'll pass these around to the different tables. Again, a favorite passage, a favorite story, just read it out loud with one another. I don't think it's too complicated. Uh, read it out loud, take turns sharing them, um, and listen. Just listen. Let the word speak. Holy Spirit, would you cause the word of Christ to dwell richly among us, to dwell richly in us? Lord, would we be a church that continues to share the words of Scripture, the words of God with one another? Would they continue to take root in us? to grow righteousness in us, to grow Christ-likeness in us as we get to know you more and more through your word and through the ways in which you are speaking through your word to others around us. God, we pray that your Holy Spirit would continue to plant the seeds and cultivate the seeds and fertilize the seeds of Christ's word in us. Lord, would we be a church that's really, really, really good, rich soil for which your word to produce a fruitful harvest? Would we be a church that clings to the good news, clings to Jesus with honest and good hearts, and bears fruit with steadfast endurance? In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to the podcast of the Renew Community. This in no way should replace the formation within a community of Jesus followers. If you are looking for a church, would like more information about Renew, or would like to give financially to this ministry, check out our website at renewcommunity.org.